The top stories from the KCBS Radio Newsroom. This is the All Local. I'm Patty Rising in our San Francisco studios, Jeff Bell and his home studio in Marin County. According to the state's latest official count, California had its deadliest 24 hours yet of the coronavirus pandemic. KCBS's Doug Sovereign reports the governor says more help is on the way that he thinks will slow the toll. The state's latest daily point-in-time count was the most dismal yet, recording 68 deaths in the previous 24 hours, the most yet in a one-day period. Governor Gavin Newsom announced at his daily COVID-19 briefing. I want to just extend uh, our deep sympathies and empathy for all of those struggling and suffering uh, from not only this moment, but then the deep impact uh, losing a loved one is having on families large and small all throughout the state of California. But the governor also announced that the state will spend almost a billion dollars to buy millions of N95 and surgical masks each month for health care providers and is getting new technology that can clean 80,000 masks a day so they can be used again. The big concern has always been a run on masks that would impact our health care delivery system and first responders uh, over the course of the next few weeks. Uh, we believe that will substantially uh, be addressed. Back to the bad news front, though. 2.4 million Californians have filed for unemployment in the last three weeks. That's more than 12% of the state's workforce. Doug Sovereign, KCBS. We continue to see evidence that the shelter-in-place orders are working to flatten the curve here in California and across the country. As KCBS's Margie Schaefer reports, Bay Area health officials are at odds with the CDC, which is considering loosening guidelines for some exposed to the virus. The Bay Area has had extraordinary success in tamping down the number of coronavirus cases and deaths through shelter-in-place measures, says chair of the UCSF Department of Medicine, Dr. Bob. Bob Wachter. Public health authorities and epidemiologists that I'm talking to do not say that it's time to uh, to let up just yet. Wachter says it looks like the curve is very flat, much different than New York. The CDC is considering making it easier for those who have been exposed to someone with the coronavirus to return to work if they're without symptoms. But Wachter says that move should come in the next four to eight weeks. The level of cases that is low enough that we begin to uh, loosen some of the restrictions. Some people can begin uh, moving around more freely. I think everybody will still be wearing masks for a while. And then we're going to need very, very aggressive testing and very aggressive contact tracing. He compares this next move to a wildfire where once it's controlled, there's the possibility of embers which need to be watched. And when they're found, care is needed to ensure they don't spread. Margie Schaefer, KCBS. If you or your business are based in Santa Clara County and you've been saving up supplies of protective equipment, you are now required to report them to the Public Health Department. The order also applies to any ventilators, even if they don't work. As KCBS's Kathy Novak reports, the county is preparing for the possibility that hospitals could run out. The order is unlikely to apply to most Santa Clara County locals, but those who do have large quantities of personal protective equipment, such as at least 100 safety guards, goggles or 500 masks are required to report them online. Dr. Jennifer Tong heads the hospital surge capacity team. We can't rely solely on our state and federal government and we really have to turn locally to see what capacity for inventory exists here in our county. The county is taking stock, not compelling donations, though those are welcome. County Health Officer Sarah Cody is pleased with the results of early action. If you take action early, you can prevent cases. Early action is also extraordinarily disruptive as we've experienced both socially and economically. But if you wait and take action later, you get the same social and economic disruption, get all those harms 
but you don't get as much benefit. But she warns we're likely to be at home for a while. This incident is a marathon, maybe even an ultramarathon. It's going to be a while. Kathy Novak, KCBS. Patty, there are many elements of the coronavirus crisis that have put vulnerable people at increased risk of suicide. And as KCBS's Megan Goldsby reports, it has gun violence prevention groups issuing a warning now about weapon storage. If you needed another reminder to store your guns safely, let it be these statistics. We saw, um, you know, after the SARS pandemic in China, that there was an increase in suicides, particularly among um, the people that were experiencing the most social, social isolation. Kelly Drain is research manager at Giffords Law Center. And we also knew that in the United States, after the Great Recession from 2008 to 2010 or so, um, we saw nearly 5,000 additional suicides in the United States that researchers associate with that economic recession. And so given that we're seeing some of the unemployment numbers come out that suggest um, that you know, our economy is in a, in a pretty extreme crisis at the moment, I think there's reason to believe that some of these patterns might repeat. So what can be done right now? Well, in extreme cases, remember, California does have a law that allows family to call the police and have a gun taken from their home if they believe someone is at imminent risk of suicide. As for everyone else, it's really important that we're, you know, taking responsible measures around firearms in particular during this time. Um, so, you know, one thing that families can do is that they can store their guns safely. Um, this can protect all members of the household, but particularly children and young adults that may reach for a gun that it doesn't belong to them. Guns should be stored unloaded and locked up, a message that Drain is hoping gets to all of the new gun owners out there who were part of the panic buying trend. Megan Goldsby, KCBS. Subscribe to the All Local wherever you get your podcasts and stream us on your smart speaker 24-7 by saying, play KCBS radio.